Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and today I want to talk about an ocean between the past and the promise. Now when you read the uh, story of Exodus, have you ever wondered what Moses was thinking when he realised there was an ocean between the past of Egypt and the future of the promised land? You know, we need to understand that as we move forward into the dreams God has for us, there will always be a pharaoh chasing us down from our past and an ocean standing in the way of our future. And today, if all you're seeing is an ocean between the past and the promise, you need to start trusting God who can still use what's in your hands to part the waves. Now, just imagine you're standing at the edge of the ocean and you take a look around and, and you can see the past behind you and the promise ahead. And you've got the ocean in, at, right staring at you with your eyes. And, but you're looking around and you're seeing all these different people. And these are the believers. And, and they're going, well, I'm heading back. I'm going back to the comfort of Egypt. You, you can stand at the ocean if you want, but I'm heading back because Egypt offers comfort, right? And, and it's beckoning them back. And it's letting them think that, you know, the ordinary stick that you hold in your hands, it it can't be used because, you know, it's not good enough. It's not powerful enough and it's not special enough to part the ocean that keeps moving forward and into everything God has promised us. So out of fear, they head back to Egypt. Their perceived lack, you know, they've chosen slavery of their past over the promise of a better future. But you stand at that ocean, dear friend, and get ready. So why, and you're probably thinking, why does God send me to the ocean in the first place? What I'm, all I've got is a stick in my hand. So why do we need a body of water between the past and the promise to see our dream fulfilled when God knows there is a much shorter route we could have taken? Well, it says in Exodus 13, 17, 18, it says this. It says, when Pharaoh let the people go, that's the Israelites, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road towards the Red Sea. Wow. If they face war... They're going to change their minds and return back to Egypt. It was too much for them at this stage of their promise. And biblical commentary on the Red Sea, it's the Israelites, the Hebrew actually for the Red Sea, the Israelites didn't call it the Red Sea. It was called the Reed Sea. And this is a term used for different bodies of water. And 
It's this change of name that actually leads scholars to the thought that the translation of the Reed Sea, not the Red Sea, that the Israelites crossed should be called Sea of Extinction. And a common thought in the ancient world is that the imagery of the chaotic water is being harnessed by God in the story as he parts the waves for the Israelites to cross over into the promised land. And I love that. I love that whole imagery that he's harnessing the chaotic water because that's what it feels like when we stand at the ocean. We're like, this is chaos. How am I going to, how are we going to cross this with just the stick in my hand? You know, an ocean between the past and the promise is there for the benefit of actually building your faith up. And God is showing you that regardless of the unease and the chaos you're facing, God is going to harness it, is going to overthrow it, and is going to use it by using what's in your hand. And like I said before, you're just looking at it going, well, it's just a stick. Um, But let me make this clear. The stick that Moses had, actually it was called a staff, and there is a lot of theology behind the meaning of what a staff is. And Moses had it in his hand, and but it wasn't the staff that parted the waters of the ocean. God actually used the faith of Moses because he knew without a shadow of a doubt that God was powerful enough and capable enough to help them through to the next step of the promise. He was going to part the waves. He led them that far, and he's like, okay, God, don't fail me now. Uh, what do we do now? And he had so much faith. And God was going to cause the problem of their past, which was chasing after them, which was Pharaoh and his army. And the ocean, the Reed Sea, the Red Sea, which was stopping them from moving forward to both become extinct. And we have the same choice as Moses. Are we going to allow the ocean that stands in our way to make us turn back to the slavery of Egypt? Or are we going to trust that God can part oceans and deliver us from our past by leading us into our future? Now, Exodus 14, 13 and 14, it says, Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm. That's a word for someone today. Do not be afraid. Stand firm. And you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And then Moses, he did what God told him to do. He raised his wooden staff, stretched out his hand over the sea, and the waters parted. It was a miracle. So know this. God leads you to the ocean because he wants you to follow his guidance and he wants you to trust him that he will relieve all your fears about your future. He's going to harness the chaos and all you need to do is to use whatever you have in your hand, whatever God has given you, use it and believe, have faith that God's power is going to bring the miracle and watch him drown out your past and part the way for your promise as he parts the waters. 
Exodus 14:26-27 it says then the Lord said to Moses stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen so Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at daybreak the sea went back to its place the Egyptians were fleeing towards it and the Lord swept them into the sea. Where did God, why did God lead the Israelites towards the Red Sea? Why does he lead you towards the sea? Because he wants them to know and he wants you to know that not only is God over the chaos that is represented by the story, the ocean, but he can also make a way when it seems impossible. But probably the most important thing God needs us to all get from this story is that he understands that your past can stop you from moving forward into all the promises he has waiting for you. And if all you see today is an ocean between the past and the promise, then I'm going to leave you with the inspiring words of a lady called Thelma Wells. And she says this, Whatever may have happened in your past, it is over and should be done with. It's history. You can pack your guilt and shame away in a box, use duct tape around all the edges to seal it tightly and put it in the trash where it belongs. It doesn't need to haunt you any longer. Why? Because Jesus cares about what's happened in your past. And he cares even more about what you're doing today to recover from it. He wants you to bring it to him so he can fulfill his promise in you. So today, allow God to use his power through what he's placed in your hands. He'll help you leave your past behind you and make a way where there seems like there's no other way so you can fulfill his promises. So are you facing an ocean of chaos today? I pray that you will trust God with the next step by leaving the past behind you and trusting God that you're going to use what's in your hand to part the waves with your faith. You're going to use your faith because God's going to bring a miracle and you're going to move forward into all that he has waiting for you. Amen. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.